Are sharks going to help us reduce our CO2 emissions? By Gwen Pallier. The global air fleet is currently made up of 24,000 commercial aircrafts, and in 2018, it made a total of 38 million flights, carrying 4.4 billion passengers. This means that every time your heart beats, a flight takes off somewhere in the world, equating to about 72 flights a minute. Air transport account for 3-4% of global CO2 emissions, and with projections of current trends, it could rise to 22% of global CO2 emissions by 2050. With the number of passengers doubling every 15 years, air transport constitutes one of the major ecological challenges of the coming decades. Fortunately, the airline sector is the first to commit to the planet as a whole. In fact, in 2016, the International Civil Aviation Organization pledged to maintain same level of emission observed in 2020 until 2035. It also set a goal in 2010 to improve the fleet's energy efficiency by 2% every year. It is important that all avenues be explored, particularly the use of biofuel and the improvement of flight aerodynamics. Many researchers are heading in this direction, drawing inspiration from nature, in particular by observing an animal whose aerodynamics are exceptional, those of the shark. When they move through water, sharks use the shape of their bodies to increase their lift and reduce their drag. These same principles are at work when planes move through the air. This shark inspired a well-known aircraft development referred to as winglets by Boeing and shocklets by Airbus. This new wing shape, folded at the end, reduces the drag and thus the consumption of kerosene leading to an estimated increase in energy efficiency of 1-2%. to 2%. With an average speed of 50 km per hour and an estimated top speed of 70 km per hour, the Mako shark, the fastest in the world, has been studied for its exceptional aerodynamics. Its skin is lined with denticles, small tooth-like scales with aerodynamic properties that the aeronautical industry wished to replicate. Researchers at Harvard University made a scanning electron microscope image of their skin. By duplicating the same structure on an airplane wing, the drag could be reduced and the lift increased. In the 1990s, Airbus was already performing tests on a plane whose wings were partially covered with a sheet that imitated the texture of the shark skin. Despite the noticeable improvement, the technology has not been able to go beyond experimental stage due to the lack of an adequate industrial process. This is perhaps unsurprising, given the fact that the structure printed on the airplane's wing would have to withstand time, at least four years to be compared with the eight years between two paintings of a plane and extreme conditions such as expansions and retractions of the wing corresponding to the difference in temperature between ground and flight situations. It also would cover an extremely large surface area, 4,000 square meters of paint surface on an Airbus 
A380 and be potentially curved with an extremely regular pattern. All this will need to be completed within a reasonable amount of time, just a few days for the entire airplane. What are the methods for industrializing the shark skin effect? Currently, different methods are being studied to industrialize the process of printing a shark skin effect on an airplane wing. The first method that we're going to discuss is mold paint texturing by the Fraunhofer Institute. It was developed as part of the European CleanSkin project through the partnership between the Fraunhofer Institute in Germany, the aircraft manufacturer Airbus, and the paint manufacturer Mankiewicz. As part of this project, Lufthansa conducted tests with a textured wing and they have proven to be very promising. This method involves printing the pattern on a layer of French paint with a silicone mold before it dries, the drying being done by UV. According to the test carried out through the Fraunhofer Institute prototype, this method will make it possible to reach a speed of 1 square meter per minute and thus process an airplane in 1 to 2 days. UV drying will take only a few seconds instead of hours. However, challenging aspects of industrialization remains, such as reusing the mold for several designs and designing tools to adapt to the shape of the aircraft. Another method is the additive micromanufacturing by Harvard University. It was implemented to study how the shark skin effect is used of additive manufacturing to print the pattern directly on the wing of the aircraft. Harvard University made 20 configurations of the transparent photopolymer pattern through this method and then wind tunnel tested them. The results exceeded the initial expectations. Not only was there a decrease in the expected drag, but there was an increase in lift. The lift to drag ratio was improved by 323%, paving the way for significant reductions in kerosene consumptions. Nevertheless, this process remains experimental at this stage, as current additive manufacturing techniques do not allow for yields in line with the end goal. A very different method is the interferential machining by Forjet, currently being developed by the German companies Forjet, specialist in laser machining, and Mankiewicz, aircraft paint specialist. The process involves partially machining the paint directly on the aircraft. By interfering on the wing surface, the paint will be alternately digged or not of a few microns, creating a pattern similar to that found on Mako sharks. This method developed by Forjet will be 500 times faster than similar previously developed method, enabling the creation of 15 kilometers of linear texture or one square meter of surface in under a minute. This very promising project will allow an estimated 1% reduction in fuel consumption. The final noteworthy method is producing directly textured composite parts developed by Frimo. This approach is only applicable to automobiles as aircraft materials are currently incompatible with the methods being used. Nevertheless, 
the end goal is the same, to improve aerodynamics by reducing lift. A partnership between Fremo, BMW, 3D Core, Xman Texture, ISL and D-Style has enabled the production of parts for a texture BMW Z4. The parts are made of composite molded Vitrox. Tests have been carried out in independent tunnels and have demonstrated that it is possible to produce miserable decreases in vehicle drag. And where is Calab in all of this? Calabs is participating in the European Custodian Project, which is aimed at improving the yield of additive manufacturing processes relevant to the method developed by Harvard. Nevertheless, Calabs is primarily interested in optimizing painting processes by interferences. We have actually noted the development of a laser paint stripping methodology on an industrial scale, the first of this kind, which is also a great ecological step as it limits the use of relatively dirty chemical processes. Developed by LR Systems, this process uses a very high-power CO2 laser from 20 to 30 kilowatts, which appears to be well adapted for paint removal, the basic principle of the interference process. These lasers have circularly symmetric Gaussian profiles, which isn't ideal for achieving extremely uniform texturing by scanning. The square top hat formatting allows not only for a more regular pattern to be achieved, but also scanning without overlap all the while creating an identical pattern over the surface of the aircraft. It appears that this type of very high-power shaping is only possible through Canuda HP technology, all reflective, allowing optimum cooling of the optics. If you want to know more about this technology, you can visit our website at www.calabs.com. See you soon for a new podcast!